are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. <laughs> I just wanted to see if they would hit my cue, and they did. Guys, what's up? What's up? What's going on? on? Dude, I can't wait to introduce you. I'm not even going to introduce you yet because I want to thank our sponsors mm-hmm. first. Give love to the sponsors. You guys, today, today's podcast episode is being brought to you by our amazing friends over at Vantage Personnel Resources. We like to refer to them as APR. You know, like APR and the ACR, <laughs> right? And uh, you guys, APR is a locally owned PEO. That's a professional employer organization, and they are a payroll provider. Did you know that by outsourcing your payroll, workers' comp, and HR to APR, you can spend your time on the stuff that you actually love? What is that, guys? Do you know? Family. Family. <laughs> It's like, uh, good, good answer. Yeah, I mean, good answer. Family. <laughs> Survey says family. Yes, on the board. Good job. Family is a good answer. Um, you know what else is a good answer? Your business. Yep, that too. So you can focus on your business and actually growing your company. You guys, companies that outsource to a PEO like APR, they grow seven to nine percent faster. Did you know that? Wow. You know, did you know that? No, I did not you know, know that. They grow wow. seven to nine percent faster. Nuggets. Have ten. 10 to 14% lower turnover and are 50% less likely to go out of business. Whoa. Wow. You know why? That's because, a good fact. because, you know, if you're like me, you just like to get all of the headaches of business like out of your hair. Absolutely. You don't enjoy so workers' do comp policies? Dude, I don't like working <laughs> on any kind of policy. I like to focus on growing my business, baby, and getting giving all the headaches to somebody else. You know, and we've talked about that on the podcast before. You're like, I'm like, dude, nobody gets in business to deal with these types of headaches. Sure. Who wants to, who wants to deal with workers' comp? Wants to deal, you know, like who wants to deal with HR stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys look forward to waking up and doing that every day? But the people at APR do. <laughs> but the team over at APR, they love it. So seriously, look, this is the one time, guys. This is the one time. I will let you hit pause right now. You can hit pause and go call Todd, Kevin, and the whole crew over at APR at 352-495-7719 or grab more information at APRAdvantage.com. Thanks to our amazing sponsors. We love you guys. Sponsorship is what's going to make this podcast live on absolutely Dude, same thing with the six one. Yeah. they're all awesome over there i want to give a special shout out to melissa ford she's a payroll specialist at apr and i'm in constant contact with her every single day and she makes my life <laughs> so much easier so shout out to melissa thank you for all you do for us do you and think she melissa. like rolls her eyes every time she gets an email from you probably <laughs> i mean seriously i you know i've gotten the habit lately it's like i at least will go back and look at my old emails to see if i've asked this question already <laughs> but she she handles them flawlessly every time every time so yeah She's 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 my rock star over at APR. Amazing, amazing. Oh, I forgot to introduce you. My name yeah. is Colin Austin. I'm the host of this bad boy. <laughs> Not Mike. I'm talking about the podcast. And uh, <laughs> no, you're pretty much the host of me too. So. And to my left is the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious scooter CEO of the world, Michael Dees. I'm just doing everything out of order today. You are. Hey, it's it's uh, it's live. <laughs> <laughs> to us anyway. Let's go. Let's go. You guys. 
I'm ready to get this show started. Are you ready? Are you guys ready? This, this might have been the most, the most energy we've ever had to start a podcast. Ready. So yeah, we were excited. really hyped. Can, oh, can, yeah. we, we, can wine, we sustain it? Like, oh, yeah, all sorts of stuff. We didn't have a corkscrew to open the wine bottle. We're we like, it's okay. Just push, we we drilled the bottle. Push it through. We at, we at the 161 group don't need a corkscrew. We, we just push the cork right in. <laughs> This we wine, empty the this bottle wine, one way or another. <laughs> this wine has a wonderful note of cork. Mm, mm. <laughs> also grapes. <laughs> <laughs> also great from the experts, right? <laughs> you guys, today on the show, we have Pablo, son, and justice of Gainesville's 161 group. Fellas, friends, welcome to Thank our you. show. Thank you for Thank having me. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be it's here. Pleasure. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to get in this. So you guys you guys know our role a little bit. You know what we like to do. So we really want to like throw it back a little bit, right? Let's hear let's hear the story. Um, give us like a little piece of each of your backgrounds and like how you got to the University of Florida in Gainesville, right? And then how this magic happened of what was the Empty Bottle Club, right? And then this rebrand to the 161 which happened last year yeah yeah last year. I would say last year yeah. so so cool so justice why don't you start man at what part there's a long story, <laughs> <laughs> a long story there the story in itself um what part do you want me to start with start, start with, with you met. like yeah like mm-hmm. in getting here Gainesville dude insane story I mean this is gonna be in a podcast talking to the mic so we can hear you bro yeah this is uh this is an insane <laughs> story so uh, I'm originally from Cleveland Ohio uh, born and raised, you know. Um, unfortunately, I went through a lot of hard times as a as a younger kid. Um, you know, never met my father. Came from a very blue collar background. Um, my mom works in a factory at General Motors. Typically, your your average typical Midwest, uh, Cleveland, Detroit type type you know parent. Um, and went through a lot of like you know uh, violence, gang battle stuff like that. And I actually had to leave. Um, because people were like trying to come after me, to be completely honest with you. And uh, I ended up meeting some random kids on a cruise on my 18th birthday. And I just told them, hey, I'm hungry, I'm willing to work, I'm willing to do whatever it takes, I'll work for you free, I'll scrub your toilet with my toothbrush. And um, they invited me out here, slept in a walk-in closet for six months, started my own company at 19, um, started building them websites, doing content, digital marketing for them out of my own pocket. And uh, I just proved to them that I was, you know, I earned my position here and that I was willing to, you know, work harder and exceed expectations beyond all. And uh, that's how I got my start here in Gainesville. It's it's an insane story that would, I can't, you know, in five minutes, <laughs> but that's how I can kind so of. So how long have you been here now? Uh, five years, okay. five and a half maybe. Yeah. Cool. Crazy story. Love this place. Yeah, man. Pablo, what about you, man? So I got into UF, uh, barely got in. I was ranked like 100 in my class, had like a 2.9 GPA. So when I got in, I was shocked and I was like, I'm definitely going. So um, I started in January of 2014. So I've been here about six years now. And um, I did industrial engineering for two years. I got my first internship in 2015 with a Fortune 50 company called Pratt & Whitney and in Maine, and I hated it, even though I was getting paid very well. Um, so after one month, I said, this is not for me, I don't wanna be an engineer, I don't wanna work corporate, and I never wanna work nine to five. And so I started my business one month into the internship, um, which at the time was called Raw Moment Studios, and it was just a company to do video content for other companies. And we grew little by little. I came back, I got super involved with entrepreneurship, joined the entrepreneurship club, 
and entered the big idea competition at UF, which I ended up winning uh, one of the prizes. I got to run my company out of the rights union at UF for a semester, which was amazing. Got a lot of PR for it. But one of the greatest things that I got out of the entrepreneurship club was meeting these two and a lot of others and, and all of the founders of the 161 group, actually. We, it was very interesting because we all met kind of individually on our own, mm-hmm. uh, but we were all at a similar stage in our life, pretty much around the same age and on the same journey. And yeah, I met Justice um, and Son probably a month apart from each other uh, through the Entrepreneurship Club at UF in 2016. E-Club, E-Club, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where it all started. Uh, for me, um, I'm actually an ACR. I actually ordered a pizza. I think it's about to be here before you start. Oh my God. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. oh the pizza delivery <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, the pizza. Hey, that is not a pizza <laughs> delivery <laughs> man. <laughs> you guys, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch Glazer just Glazer. walked in. Hey, hi, the living <laughs> lady. Watch the camera. Oh, watch the camera. Watch the camera. Good to see you. Hey, good to see you. Don't let me let anybody Yeah, this is, this is a legend. Like, this will definitely go down as like the most random. <laughs> the podcast, the podcast yeah, so far. Going, man. <laughs> so what's up, man? I can't believe a thing they say. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Tell them a little bit about your experience. I'm with freezing. The I've been outside Dude. for like thirty. Yeah, yeah we, we were, so, we were planning this surprise for like thirty minutes. Are you serious? <laughs> Dude, like, like, it started. Just we had dinner together. Just grab that chair back there yeah, and right, just chill, chill out. Here, yeah. scoot over, son. Hang <laughs> out. A legend in itself, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be like this—the first time somebody's been on twice. Because you've already uh, been true. on. Yeah. Oh, the only there way you go. Invited back twice. Crash <laughs> <laughs> the party. Yeah. So, uh, well, Mitch, it's great to see you, man. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for thanks for spending your evening with us. Yeah. yeah. No, it's all good. Yeah. So. Uh, right, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I just I, I thought you were really guys. bringing a pizza though. I was getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused. Well, yeah, me too. You saw me texting on my phone the whole time. Well, the I was cool planning part this is, out. You know, you had I been out to be out there for thirty minutes, I would have brought you guys pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so we have be a third appearance. Yeah, so we have <laughs> right. four go. four people trying to gather around two microphones on that side of the table. This, I mean, this is going to be a great experience. Like, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, so son, so okay, so uh, yeah, my story is um, my uh, my family and I we moved here back in '03 uh, from LA, and we just kind of you know lived here for a while. We started you know trying to build an empire. Um, My family and I we've always been really entrepreneurial, and so I graduated from the university back in 2017. Um, from then, we've just been doing real estate here. We've been building businesses. Um, I was lucky enough to meet these wonderful gentlemen along the way. Same as And me. now it's just we've been growing together, been really hungry, and just really been wanting to invest back into this city. Um, so I've been grateful to, to land in this spot, you know, going from L.A. to Gainesville. Like, who would have thought? Like, right. why would you go to Gainesville? But now like, that I'm here, it's just been such a wonderful haven of opportunities and just such great people. And um, now we have something as amazing as 161. We're in this amazing podcast with amazing yeah, people in the room. Um, so it's been a blessing. So so you guys were all in the entrepreneurship club yes. together. So I mean, yes. and so give shout outs to your other founding brothers and stuff. So yeah. who else we got? Um, John Crimmins. John Crimmins. Isaac Hitzroni. Yes. Okay. Jonathan Mills as well. Okay, and so then the person who made it all possible was uh, Marty Schaffel. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Who's also been on a show. Yes. So, um, 
So you guys like from entrepreneurship club. I mean, where did the idea like Dude, really spark? Oh my God. All right. So I'll tell you right now. So, um, so what happened, right. Is, uh, like I told you a little bit about my background and, uh, super hungry, always wanted to build an empire, always had this mindset and this vision since I was 13, 14, always studied, you know, my mother was going to either name me Alexander, you know, after Alexander the Great or, you know, some, <laughs> something along those lines of a conqueror, you know, so I always had that type of uh, vision and mindset. So Pablo was in uh, Marty's class and, um, you know, I was in big idea competitions. So we sat in and everybody, uh, Dr. Michael Morris, shout out him, you know, legend in himself. He goes, hey, Martin Schaffel, I want you to stand up and, you know, show yourself. You're the donor giving the $50,000 that's split up amongst, you know, the first, second, third place, as well as the other prizes, social prizes, everything else. I look over at Pablo and he's like, that's my professor. I was like, I need to meet this guy. And he was just like, that's my professor. And I was like, are you kidding me? Next time we go to business plan lab, he's like, I'm going up to, uh, what was it? It was the sales... Um, Oh, there was some, uh, the sales club at UF was yes. hosting an event during career like week. Hershey's, Pepsi. They were recruiting and stuff. Yeah. And Marty happened to be coming out because some of his students were there. And it was a black and white tie event. Everybody's in suit and tie. Everybody, and, but me, I mean, I don't even look at something like that. I'm in t-shirt and shorts and Jordans. And I'm just like, I don't care. I need to meet this guy. Go there, walk in, and uh, you know, to, to be, it's insane. I was never even enrolled at UF. When I came out here, they're like, out-of-state tuition. Like, there's no way you're gonna make it. You're not gonna do this. You're gonna have to do six years to even get your degree. I told the people in the business school, hey, I'm in the engineering school. Can I sit on a few classes? They're like, yeah. I told the people in the engineering school, hey, I'm in the business school. Can I sit on a few classes? <laughs> they're like, yeah. <laughs> and just, hey, it, there's no way you're gonna tell me no. Regardless, you know, I'm going to make it happen regardless. It doesn't matter. I don't need the piece of paper. I'm making it happen regardless. Everything will show for itself. You know, I'll work as hard as you. I'll work harder, you know. So um, I went in and it was a black and white tie event, walked in T-shirt and shorts and met him. And um, after that, you know, I seen him the next day. Isaac was in the Gator Hatchery after he I told him I want to come to his classes. He was like, be here Tuesday, Thursday, 9 a.m. He walks in the classroom. He sees me and he was like, whoa, like this kid actually showed up. He's like, step outside, stepped out in the hallway. He was like, everybody's paying to be here. You're not, don't raise your hand. Don't talk, don't participate in class. Just listen, you're a fly on the wall, you know, just do your thing. So I was like, okay, sat in the whole class. After that, I went to go see Isaac using the Gator Hatchery. Marty walks back in. Talking about Isaac Hetzroni? Yeah, Isaac Hetzroni. Yeah. yeah, just for our audience. Boss, he's the man, um, a lot of respect for him. And I was like, hey, let's ask Marty to lunch. He's like, Marty will never get lunch with us. I was like, hey, Marty, you wanna get lunch? <laughs> like I said, I don't understand what no means. I was just like, hey, wanna get lunch? He was like, you have 15 minutes to wait because I have to go have a meeting real quick and I'll come back, I'll take you guys to Paisano's. I was like, yeah, absolutely. So we went, we had lunch, you know. He likes Paisano's, doesn't he? He loves Paisano's. Dude, I, I, had lunch, I had lunch with him at Paisano's too. He's uh, the number one customer. Paisano's, you know, if you guys want to You want to sit down with Marty, just invite him to Paisano's. <laughs> Exposing the secrets right here on the podcast. And some meatballs, which That's is a weird combination. business, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, we sit down and he was just like, you know, we talked about our story, he talked about his story. Uh, and for our audience really quick, because I know we're throwing out a lot of names and stuff right now, and if you have haven't seen those previous episodes uh we'll try to like definitely add cards add cards on youtube so that way you can like link to those episodes because we had marty on the show um we had isaac on the show legends so 
Yeah, so um, we were at Paisano's. We exchanged contact information. You know, I was like, I love to learn from you, somebody of your caliber, everything else like that. Later that day, I texted him, and I was like, hey, you know, you said you like cigars and whiskey. So do I. You want to go grab, uh, you know, a drink or whatever? And he was just like, uh, I have dinner with my, my daughter, Zoe Shaffle. He was like, I can't make it. I have a 7 p.m. dinner. So I just, I read it, left it on, you know, on read. An hour later, I get another text from Marty. He was like, hey, my daughter canceled. How many cigar smokers do we have? Meet me in 15 minutes at the rooftop <laughs> of the Holiday Inn. And my friends, they're all such hustlers on the same type of mentality I'm I on. I dropped everything I was doing. <laughs> I was like, come Let's right go. now. Like, yeah. Good opportunity. They Changed our lives. Every I, 15 minutes, we got seven yeah. people. It's funny Changed It's funny lives. because I remember him asking me, he's like, he's like, he's like, do you smoke cigars? And I was like, no, but I'll watch you smoke them. <laughs> Tell me where to be and what like, to do, yeah, and like, I'll see you there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's funny. so all of a sudden, next thing you know, there's seven to ten people on the rooftop. Tells us a story about you know um, uh, stuff that we'll discuss off camera you know, <laughs> with a lot of you know business clubs and opportunities, and we ended up seeing what he built in Tampa, and we replicated it here in Gainesville. So that's what really sparked it was a conversation. You guys like let's do let's Absolutely. create our own group I mean what do you guys like do you guys you think ever, of it like as a fraternity of like well, brought like what well, like yeah absolutely right. um, have you ever heard of the Bohemian Grove I mean the Bohemian Club so that's where he pretty much modeled the empty bottle club from was you know he was like hey I sat at you know breakfast from Henry Kissinger mm-hmm. next to George W. Bush across from Bill Clinton and we all sit down and so what's and the premise breakfast. just to get brilliant minds in the same room yeah, or like and the yes. whole premise is like you can't uh, bring business cards um, it's all kind of not informal, but you have like people from large companies like cores and you know presidents, and it's you're not allowed to bring business cards. It's not necessary networking. It's more so for the connection that they build, and so that's what we kind of do as well. It's not really for business, which you do make these business connections, but that's why we say that we grow organically. We want to build these connections, relationships organically. The entire premise is right. Is that at the end of the day. You have, you as a person, you as a person, everybody in this room, right, has power in this world that they don't realize, right? The power to influence another person, the power to influence the world, right? And go out there and really make it happen and make it a reality, you know? And your mindset will really take that to another level. So that's what they really build on. So taking that, I really internalized it and I wanted to do the same thing with me, my friends, my brothers, my, you know, girls, guys included, everybody. Um, you know, just really understand the power of the mind and the power of how we can really influence for a greater good. You know, if we can influence, this is the whole premise of the 161, if we can impact our, our community at a small scale and really impact a lot of people, that's how we can learn how to do it at a larger scale. But if you can't do it at a small scale, how are you gonna do it at a larger scale? Right. So that's what we're really trying to do here. Okay, so when was the first get together? It was uh, February of 2016, mm. 2017, sorry. Damn. February of 2017. Are you talking about the first EBC or the f- first time <laughs> we dealt with that? So rooftop, this was the bottle. Yeah. That, that was, was the, the bottle. bottle. The yeah. bottle. Is that where you guys kind of coined it, the Empty Bottle Club at that point? Well, or what? so no, Marty that, no, already, already had, had the Empty Bottle Club yeah. in Tampa, so and so okay. that night we all drank this bottle and we signed it because he requested that because mm. it was that's how they did his event. Mm. And that was when he actually invited us to go to the Tampa Empty Bottle Club. 
And when we experienced that, we, <laughs> that was, we were just mind blown. I mean, we were in a room with billionaires. We were in a room with people who were some of the most powerful people in the world. Shout out Bobby Newman, JC Newman Cigars. Yeah. And you guys, you guys forgot my invite to that one. You lost in the right? I don't know what happened there. So we got back from that event and, you know, we got to thinking and we realized, I mean, all of these guys, none of them could do it on their own. And so, right. you know, uh, we can't just come back to Gainesville and pretend like we didn't experience this. Like we just didn't have this crazy experience and interact with these people. So we, we were like, we've got to do something about this. And so we started the Empty Bottle Club of Gainesville, which is what it was called when we first started. Okay, so and then why the rebrand? So in the past, all we did was that one event. It was the Empty Bottle Club. It was one event every single month. And it was a great event. It grew a lot. Mm -hmm. We've got really high, really big names in Gainesville to come out to this event. And we realized one day we want, our mission is bigger than just putting on one event every month. And we want to accomplish right. a lot more than that. And so that's why we came up with the 161 group. We all got together at Sun's Place last summer. And we were there for like four hours brainstorming and coming up with a new brand, mm -hmm. a new name. What's the name mean? Uh, 1.61, so yeah. 1.61 is the golden ratio. Which is the Fibonacci number. Naturalists argue that it's the most efficient way for growth to occur. And so for us, 1.61 represents uh, us creating an environment that is the most efficient way for startups and entrepreneurs to grow. And that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're all about. Yeah, they know it's like the golden ratio. So, I mean, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, some of like the Mona Lisa, some of the stuff that he's done, it's all based on this golden ratio. It's sacred and, geometry where like yeah. the universe is based on these, mm. these patterns, these numbers. And so if you look at nature, you know, um, the way... Wow. A flowers grow, mm -hmm. trees, um, animals, humans, nautilus shells, human body. So, read Da Vinci Code. It tells you all about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we want to show that. Yeah. Yeah, it is, is it in the movie? It was a book first. So. Before it was a it was book, right. then it was a movie. Yeah. But yeah, we wanted to have what we were doing represent it through our brand. And so, we were thinking for a while, it was just like 161. Yeah, absolutely. So imagine also, I mean, I invite you or somebody like Mitch, hey, you want to come to Empty Bottle Club and drink? They're like, hey, you know, it's mostly, you know, they'd be like, oh, what am I going to go get drunk with a whole bunch of kids? It seems. Gotcha. Know, it's like, hey, let's elevate this. Let's make yeah. it something more like Pablo was saying. Let's make it top notch. So, I mean, what is like in the immediate future? Like what's the the near, the soon vision for you guys? Well, already since we rebranded, we've been doing so many things that we hadn't done before. And so, for example, we did two round tables last, uh, towards the end of last year. Which and that's one of the things we're gonna keep up this year. We're gonna be doing one at least every two months, hopefully every month. Uh, bringing in you know, somebody who's an expert in one field and getting just 10 entrepreneurs around the table. Because, you know, everybody's doing workshops in town. And, like, the thing about workshops is you can't get tailored advice towards what your business is doing. But in a roundtable, you have the opportunity to ask questions that are very specific to what you're doing. And that's why we're doing that. The other thing we're doing is we're getting tons of content. No organization in town is doing what we're doing as far as other putting on the events. Colin, other, yeah. than <laughs> <laughs> other than Colin Austin. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Except for Colin yeah, Austin yeah, and yeah. the WHOA GMP. Do we want to have, like, a content? Competition. 
<laughs> like, Yo, let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow <laughs> your roll there. <laughs> As he's getting content right now. <laughs> We're not trading yet. I will, I will splice this one episode. I will splice this one episode into every piece of me talking and put it out there. And just blast your content goals yeah. through. Except for calling Austin. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and then so the other things that we're doing is uh, is planning. Uh, I was quickly gonna jump in. You were you? Mitch was like, Mitch was like, I, I got you. That's my manager. That's my manager. If you challenge him to a run, he will not take you up on it. Well, I, got, I got super nervous, and you're like, you want to bet a million dollars? I was like, you must be one hell of a runner. Huh? I ain't taking that bet. Never play really, poker with Mitch. He really has the million put up too. Yeah, that's funny. So so you got a bunch so you got a bunch of stuff going on. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. we're doing trips and stuff like the CES Las Vegas trip which we had 2 weeks ago and then uh, in 2 weeks we're actually going to Tampa for the Synapse Innovation Summit. And so all these events have that serve the same purpose. It's connect our entrepreneurs with resources, with mentors and with potential clients and investors who can help them grow their businesses. Yeah, and something that uh somebody who went on the CES trip said to us um, that really inspired us was um, he said that we made networking and connecting with these people look casual, fun, and easy. Right. And that was so inspiring for us, you know, because a lot of times people get intimidated or just uncomfortable in these settings, and it doesn't have to be, you know, like we're all trying to learn and grow. And even if, you know, you don't have anything to offer to, you know, these situations, it's if you ask the right questions and if you just are there to learn. Um, people are always more than happy to help you and it builds that environment of just like community and helping one another. Yeah. So that was really, really helpful for I us. I mean, this is what's so great because, and, and Mitch, I mean, you would know, uh, like I haven't seen this kind of collaboration or this, you know, this recent insurgence of, you know, entrepreneurs really coming together. I mean, because we, really have the same mission as you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Like this podcast, like when I think back, I'm like, oh, you know, That's the reasons the reasons we started this podcast were because we want to attract that experienced talent exactly. to Gainesville. We want mm -hmm. to attract money investors to Gainesville. It, yeah, and retain it. Coming Get people out connected. Of, out yep. of the University of Florida. I mean, like I talk about those missions all of the time. Yeah, and so to have another group doing it in their way and then, I mean, and we like hang out. Like I've, exactly. I've, I've gotten some to like so clubs, many of yeah. these events. Yeah. Um, so it's cool that we are really all sharing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, have you, Mitch, have you seen so, this type of thing ever? So we've talked about this before a little bit. I really believe that no matter, um, and we all love the university, we love the chamber, we love Gainesville, and we love all these things. Right. But in reality, it's the organic growth and it's organic ideas that of what much you've been doing as well that is really propels communities to greatness. If you look at the great communities around this country and even around the world of what's going on, right. Skull and bones, it's I mean, completely absolutely. organic uh, combustion that takes place. And so I'm gonna tell you a really funny quick story. So I got a call and they wanted to host, have an event out at Tech City and then 
I was like, well, sure, but I hadn't been to their event before. I had no idea, and it's open bottle club, and of course, I'm like alcohol, and it's the same thing that Justice was talking about. It gives me a little pushback and pause, and so Rich Blazer, who's you know in on Tech City, I call him, and I'm like, what do you know? And he goes, I don't know anything, and um, you know, and these guys don't even know this story, so they're like, well, and so I'm like, is this going to be over a fracture? Is this going to be in my spot? Is this going to be you know a collective? And so it's like, no, we're going to have it at your place. I'm like, okay, you know, let me just <laughs> hang on here. And so they start coming in with food and drink and people and every first class. I mean, really top notch. And and uh, I ended up staying. I wasn't even going to stay for the whole thing. And in fact, <laughs> I've heard and I've seen some texts about, you know, that I had more fun than anybody else there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, the reality, the reality is what they're doing is amazing and what you're doing is amazing too but it's this it's the the genuine um organic granular kinds of things that are happening that are going to set the tone for our community Absolutely. no matter how how much branding you want to do and those kinds of things um and you compare it to things that have gone around the, you know keep austin weird was on a t-shirt at a you know some function and <laughs> all that. of a sudden it stuck right the community didn't come up with that idea as an, just a random example. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have just been blown away by what is happening and the enthusiasm. And, you know, I'm the old guy in the group. We get that. But I will tell you, if, I fa- if you fast forward back and I sit here and listen to this story and the tenacity, the humbleness and the, the hustle and I mean that hustle in a good way, where you're just working, you know, your bones off, and you just want to, you want to be exceptional. You don't want to just be successful. Right. These these, these folks want to be exceptional. Strive for greatness. And and uh, what's amazing to me is when this gets out, there's going to be companies that are going to be plucking them off, because I can already tell you in the DNA, these folks are going to places, but as an organization. A lot of times people don't recognize that if you take, say, three guys and you put them together and you say, what do you have? A lot of times you think you end up with three great guys. But what the real mathematic equation is, isn't the plus signal Mm. sign. It's the X. It's an X X sign. Synergy. And that synergy, as you Mm. say, is really what's happening here. And I will tell you, we're at a moment. We just had a nice dinner downtown at Dragonfly with some folks that are, you know, coming here. Yeah, I didn't, get that, I didn't get that invite either. My mailbox isn't working. The address, <laughs> my phone number. What do y'all right? need? <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard you like pizza. I didn't know you like Dragonfly. <laughs> do they have ranch I really, dressing at Dragonfly? Actually, I really don't. I mean, like, I'm not a big sushi person. Oh, yeah. There's things at Dragonfly that I like a lot, but, like, I'm not we'll a sushi person. We'll cook it all person. for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Edamame. Just to begin with. Also known as soybeans. <laughs> so, you know, in all sincerity, so you were asking, like, have we seen anything like this? No, in all my time in Gainesville, my entire life, I've not seen anything like this. And um, so that traction that they're getting and the quality and the connections and the quality of the connections are going to just make Gainesville propel off the chart. I mean, we're, we're all seeing it. Um, I used to talk about a lot about the innovation economy, like a decade ago when I was chamber chairman and all of that. 
many times in economies, you do not realize where you are in that space until it's already happened. Hmm. You can't, no one really recognizes, wow, this is the best of times, right? right? You look back and go, those were the best of times. And I'm telling you, we are seeing the best of times. Absolutely. And, and, and it's coming, and Thank it's going to stay here. I mean, the, the, the wave has been built. Seriously. I, I could not be more enthused by what these folks are doing. And it's, it's guys and girls, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's, it's remarkable. What I saw before my eyes that night and all the entrepreneurial spirit that was just you know, all kinds of good vibe and and conversation. It's definitely vibrant right now. (laughs) Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can feel it. All right, so let's... Thanks, man. Let's talk about CES a little bit. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Gary V. You That's guys, right. Let's get to it. So you guys went. You guys went last year, yeah. right? We've been there four years. Four, four yeah. years. Playing yeah. this trip every single I need year. To get, I need to get. Started as a group of maybe four or five. Mm. Uh, 2021. No, you know my first dude, name it's always, dude, it's always the first. It's the first week of January <laughs> syndrome for yeah. us, man. It's, like it's with, with, students, with school so starting, hard, with yeah. school starting, with the dealership being as crazy it is. I mean, we had that like that Monday of that week. We had 225 scooters yeah. get picked up all on the same wow, day from wow, storage. It was God, like insanity. Wow. I'll let you go next year, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like. Uh, I do want to Can go I sometime. Can I be your co-host? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. We've already got it, already got it lined up. No, dude, we're doing it for Vegas. What are you talking about? You're coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be there. Yeah, he's coming actually so, to Vegas. All right, so oh, yeah. you guys in Vegas rent a big house, put a bunch of people in it, yes. go to CES, right? Like, I mean, for... For the few people that don't really know what CES is, start with that. Like, what Consumer is Consumer Electronics Show, world's mm-hmm. largest tech conference. Um, you know, it, everybody it, from tech yeah, is there. You can't even hold it in the Las Vegas Convention Center by itself, which is one million yeah, square yeah. feet. It could be there they for have a to month. Take up every and casino, see the every thing. resort because it's just so much to see. Mm-hmm. You, you got to take Ubers and buses between the different convention yeah. centers to get to everything. But it's basically the most exciting and latest tech in the world. Yeah, I mean the quantum you get computer. To the I mean, I saw y'all stories. You ever showing like the Uber like helicopter things or whatever. So what's amazing about that is like we used to see these things like oh that's like in the future. And it's just like cool movies and things like that. But now that we're seeing like I can't wait till this comes out next month. It's just like like, the future is now. Like who would have thought, you know? Um, So like we have smart homes and things like that, and you're just seeing so much innovation happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell yeah, let's get to the Gary V thing because I think a lot of people have seen this clip. I know that I saw it on your Instagram story, son. Right? Do you want to play some of it? And then yeah, and then you ended up texting me the video. I ended up sharing it before you guys like you guys were out there, and then it just like really blew up. It sparked. People were like super interested in hearing what Gary had to say about Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like pull it up and just hold it up to the microphone and we'll like, let's, thing yeah, let's, let's play a little bit of it. And Nobody gives a fuck about Gainesville. There's only two ways Gainesville can pull this. The Silicon Valley of the East is fucking crazy hyperbole. Yeah, exactly. For Gainesville. Yeah. There's only two ways. One, the miracle chance that some young gal at Gainesville goes on to build the next Uber or Facebook or Twitter and it builds momentum. Got it. And she's obsessed with staying there. Because Facebook was started in Boston. Pinterest was started in Pennsylvania. Like, you know, like they, they go. The only other way I see anybody emerging in this competitive global place 
is crazy financial incentives. We in Gainesville will give you free office space and you can own the fucking building. You know, like you know, now all of a sudden you can, you basically have to, you know, goad and ha- you basically have to incentivize A players to go into inconvenience. Like if Gainesville emailed me now, the mayor, the governor of Florida emailed me and said, Gary, we want VaynerMedia Gainesville more than, good to see you brother, happy new year. Thank you, David. Uh, we want VaynerMedia to have its next office in Gainesville and we are gonna give you a $6 million building for free. It will be yours. And tax, you don't even have to pay capital gains, yours. I w- the first thing I would think is, how the fuck do I get people to Gainesville from a logistics standpoint when I have to get clients there? Like, you know, like even yeah. that incentive is like, no. And that's like crazy, like that's amazing. Like yeah. I, I would be so excited. So I think, I think what you, what's amazing about youth culture is that it's based on optimism. What's vulnerable is it's based on delusion as well. So like, nobody fucking wants to go to Gainesville on Earth. But you can make everybody go to Gainesville, but it is going to take bombs, not cuteness. It has to be the right incentives. It has to be an uncomfortable level of incentives. Got it. And I think that, uh, I think you'll see that play out. It's no different than what they did with Opportunity Zones. When you let people, you know, not have capital, you know, have tax incentives to go and start building up, you know, parts of this country that needed opportunity. That's how they did it. That's why people have started investing in those places. The government is subsidizing entrepreneurs to take that risk and are giving them such heavy tax benefits that you're all of a sudden looking at places being like, oh shit, I should buy there. I've got 10 years to set the other thing. So, awesome. Awesome. Thank you. You So, so, so hold on, really, really quick. So, I love how like Sun's in there. He's like, yeah. He's like, like, he's like, 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 I mean, were you like, were you starstruck at all? Were you like, dude, this is like Gary V. Like, oh, uh huh, uh huh. I mean, because I'm like, I'm just kind of curious. It is Gary V. Times. So, well, that was my well first some time of us him, haven't yeah. yet. <laughs> like, that was my first time meeting him. I was you just humbled. Him, you know? Why are you lying? I mean, I've, talk, I've, talked to him, I've talked to him on the phone. I mean, I that you. was like quick, but true, true, true. Yeah. that was more like, yo, will you sign my book? <laughs> so I'm glad that we brought up that clip, right? Because this is uh, coming from somebody who loves Gainesville, right? Who's not even from here. It's not like I just have this biased love for Gainesville. Mm-hmm. And I am actually bringing a huge company with large investors from New York City, from LA to Gainesville and this is something I want everybody on the podcast to realize as well and I want the city to realize that what Gary is saying is reality as well you know what he's saying is you know obviously not everybody hates Gainesville but uh, he is real it is true in some point we do need to give incentives to these companies we do need to help them out help them thrive because I have large investors um, pinatas a um, property management mm-hmm. software company you know backed by some of the biggest property uh, property developers mm-hmm. in Manhattan on the East Coast, you know, billionaires, some of the household names in real estate as well as, you know, um, advertising. Um, and and we do need people to really step up from a civic, you know, a city level, city and as well as a state level to give opportunities to these people to incentivize them to come here because they want to come here and they want to make this the next Austin. And they actually just had a clip on the news where they're like, hey, I want to make this the next Austin, uh, TV20, Pinata, um, Tech Tuesdays. Um, and we need to make this happen and we need to make it vocal to the city and to the state. Hey, we can make this happen. There's enough intelligence here. When I was saying I started my first company 19 years old, you know what I named it? Intellihub. 
You know what it was named after? Gainesville. Because I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Everybody just knows how to, oh, I can work a die or I could be a carpenter or a plumber or a roofer. When I came here, the person who bags your groceries has a physics degree. Right. You know, it's an, it's a hub of intelligence, IntelliHub. So it's, it's concentrated intelligence. You won't find this everywhere across the country. And this is some of the best in the country, in the world. And we need to keep and retain this talent. And instead of, you know, letting these people get away with, you know, stuff at GRU and all this other stuff. We need to give, you know, incentives to companies that are going to give back to the community. Stuff that's going to help build this into the next Austin, into the next Silicon Valley. And, you know, a lot of what he said is absolutely right. And that's why we're trying to step up. And that's why we love what you're doing, what Mitch is doing with Tech City. And uh, we're all on the same vision. That's why... So I want to get I want to get like everybody's kind of thought process on that. But before we do, I, w- I really want to get Mike's because you know it's. I mean, you've been in Gainesville for a long time, just like I have. I mean, when you see that and hear that, because I I haven't talked about that video with Mike yet, right? But other like, than dropping it to me, you're like, oh my god, did you see this? Yeah, yeah. Like I like <laughs> like, like s- I sent it to him, and I'm like, yo, like have you seen this? So like, what were what were your what were your thoughts on it when you initially? Yeah. So my watch it. My initial take right away was, why the hell is Gary B talking about Gainesville? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, does he even right. know where Gainesville is on a map? Because son was asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Uh, There's also like a Gainesville, Tennessee. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, did, did he know he was talking about Florida? Like, yeah, you know, people does, thought that does. Gary came to Gainesville. I was like, no, we're yeah. In a lot of people thought that. They're like, Gary was in Gainesville. What? How come I'm like, know. no, they're all in CBS at Thank Vegas. You. So it's it's interesting to me because one of the things I love about Gainesville is I always tell people like it's got this hometown vibe. It's a big city when you want it to be a big city because of the diversity, because of the business, because of everything that university draws in. Internationals. But you step outside the university and it's this really rural, small town feel. Everybody knows your name. Kind of right. That's one of my favorite things about this area. So when you do hear people talk about it in, in this like grander type way, it's like, wait, are we, are we talking about mm-hmm. the same place? So, but it's really cool because everything that we do, everything that you guys are doing is, is to try to move that ball forward. Right. Right. Um, so it, it's sometimes crazy for me to conceptualize. What do I think of it? Like I, I'm on board with it. I always wonder like, how do we get on the same page? I mean, it sounds like we are, but like from a from a university to a Santa Fe college to a city to a chamber, how do we come up with this identity together and and put all of our momentum in the same channel? Absolutely. And sometimes it feels like we're we're pulling against each other's, or we have yeah. our own interpretations of what it should be, and there's no clear uh, concentric voice of of what's going to be the best route forward to make this happen, and that's that's an open-ended question. I'd love to get anybody's input on well, that. Real quick. I mean, kind of on that note, I mean, I, I felt like tech city was getting a little bit of pushback from, from certain groups because That's it was, it was kind of like, say. it was kind of like, Hey, like, Why do you think he's not we, we want city limits. Yeah. We right. want, he should yeah. Be downtown. Yeah. Down. Right. There's all this he talk be, downtown, downtown. Almost, I mean, you know? so they like, should give him tax credits <laughs> just like they gave Donald Trump for the next four years. <laughs> tax abatement. He shouldn't have to, you know, like, so, seriously. Uh, so what were your thoughts, like, when you when hear I that kind that? of stuff? Yeah. So a couple things. I come from... A well, even in just your opinion on, on that, I mean, Overall, in terms of, yeah. like, when, yeah. when, when, when people say, like... You know, you hear the downtown, like, why is Tech City all the way out in Alachua? Like, what was your response? To government. Well, and there's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> um, they're, they're, you know, when, you, when we close on the property in September and they're moving in in May, it's a little difficult to pull off in some jurisdictions. And, and I'm not here to be up Gainesville. I'm just saying you can't do that in Gainesville. And these, move, these companies want to move fast. 
and they have dynamics and there's there's strategies and you know um, getting that all in place is really critical. Um, I come from a different prism when I watched it. Um, one is there's a lot. What I would say is there's a lot of truth in that, actually, and that I don't want to be necessarily the Silicon Valley of the East Coast, right? right. I want to be something a little different. different. I want to be. Yeah, I want Gainesville to be Gainesville, right? Right, which is yeah. things, so, things that I have yeah, like literally yeah, said multiple yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. Like I, it, so that it, it's, it's funny that how many. Yeah. It's funny how much that has come up because, and I well, don't even know where the conversation was, but I like I literally said to somebody, I'm like, look, I don't want Gainesville to be. I don't want Gainesville to be the next Boulder. I don't want it to be the next yeah. Austin. I, mm-hmm. Like I want so it to be Gainesville. the next Gainesville. But yeah. you have to remember. So my oldest brother, if you remember, graduated computer sciences first computer science class at the University of Florida in the 70s and Gainesville was very unhospitable and said you must leave the you know nest and you've got your degrees and you must leave and he went to the Silicon Valley uh, went to Cupertino we opened a company out there did great it's going to be impossible to the, the question itself which is I'm glad you asked it yeah. but the question itself is a setup right right you can't go to uh, Cleveland anyway. to be the next yeah, Cleveland. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't pick a town in America to say it's going to be the next Silicon Valley. It is not going to happen. Right. Okay. So the premise itself was a little bit of a easy one to kind of hit out of the park. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But there were some things laced in there that he is right on. And, you know, um, for instance, we do know that a huge problem with Mine Tree. Uh, staying here was the mobility aspect, getting people here and getting out. And he mentioned that. Yeah. Right? Right. How do I fly people here? So you go to Greenville, South Carolina, Greenville, Spartanburg, they have 17 direct ports of, of that they fly to every day. The airport goes to 17 different airports every single day. Absolutely. You know the population? I mean, there's a lot of similarities here. So, so is the new, the recent airport expansion a step in the right direction? Absolutely. Or I, I say so. so. Yeah. Well, of course it is. It's a step in the right direction, but... It, but is it enough? Not enough. enough. No. It's not enough. If you not were enough. to take the airport put between Gainesville and Ocala, it'd be over. Yeah. You would have your 17 ports. It'd be like that. It'd be like turning on a fire hose. I'm telling you. The demographics are there. And nobody wants to go to Orlando, including the Ocala people. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. But you have to have the population base. Currently, we're going to four, but you're not going to change the dial until you really do something creative and exponential like that. Mm -hmm. I'm just putting a random idea out there. And you have to listen to what these folks say and read that. But he didn't say airport, but he's saying airport. Mm -hmm. There's no way to get in and out of Gainesville. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, those are kind of dynamics that we could collectively work on that are, are there. Um, you know, it was offensive in the beginning, but I think you have to really kind of figure he out. He did that you, for a reason. He's a marketing he, genius. He, exactly. he wants to be bold exactly. and catch your attention yep. with Correct. something that sounds so loud. You Gainesville's know? great. Yeah. Right. And, of course. You know, honestly, <laughs> I love this place. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and we're going to be just fine. Um, but we do have some things that we could creatively work on that might help the ecosystem. And, um, you know, uh, you know, I had uh, lunch with Rich Blazer and he was naming, you know, you got to remember, Mitch, there's a Zach Tech and there's Infotech and there's, um, you know, you have Sharp Spring and you have um, Infinite Energy and you have Feather, uh, now. Feather yeah. now. And, you know, you have a lot of big employers in the tech scene in Gainesville, Florida. 
And so it's not like it doesn't exist. It's yeah. happening, and those companies are flourishing and getting bigger, and they're also able to help a lot of law, smaller companies come in and backfill those spaces, just like Sharp Spring to you know, Feather to Sharp mm-hmm. Spring is a good example. And that's going to start happening more and more and more. Um, so look, we're on we're on a path, and it is forward. It's upward. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure up. we're going to see a hockey stick moment for Gainesville. We'll never have those kind of political dynamics. But the reality is, it's it's and what you were talking about is awesome. I mean, people want that ability to quickly to either immerse themselves, like I did tonight in downtown Gainesville, and eating at Dragonfly, right? Yeah. Or I can go home out to my quarry edge home and watch the stars i mean you can't find a better combination oh for sure you know so 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 what were what was your original impression so my original impression um immediately after leaving that talk i was just like i need to get to this to the city i need to get this to you know the movers and shakers of gainesville um i think that it's you know it's about time that we all just like kind of sit around the table because like we were saying earlier, like we have the same vision. You know, what we're doing with 161, Colin, you're pretty much doing with everything you're doing. And since we all have the same vision, like why haven't we just sat around a table yet and just had this conversation? It's like, you, know, you never gonna... invite me to anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now here's your invite. That was, an, that was an easy here's one. Invite. Check. Let's put that on our agenda. Yeah, let's, let's we'll put, put that, that on our agenda. I'm just kidding. And, um, we've been trying uh, to invite, you know, city everybody. Exactly. Ariel. We've been trying to get more involved yeah. in city politics. As and well. so we want everybody. Here. Yeah, we want everybody around the table and kind Mitch, of discuss these Mitch, ideas and discuss Colin. this vision that we have. And like the reason why I said Silicon Valley was just like kind of like to push a button, you know, to like mm-hmm. kind of get a trigger reaction. Um, right might have not been the right one but you know because I completely agree with you guys saying that I want to keep Gainesville Gainesville there's a sense of heart here there's a sense of, mm-hmm. a sense of community um, it's a little bubble of the paradise in my opinion and if we can continue to grow that culture and also grow that entrepreneurial spirit um, I want to take any insight that I can you know like from Gary V. I I want to nitpick everything that he said I want to expand our um, our airport I want to add these incentives, whatever they may be, and just have everybody sit down together and actually have this conversation to actually like, what are those things? You know, what, what, what do we need to do within the next five years, 10 years, 20 years, so that we really can build this city into the vision that we have. And I'm sure that's a collective vision that we all kind of share, maybe in a little different ways, but we all want this to be a really prosperous place. Um, and just really be able to thrive. I mean, it's definitely on its way. Absolutely, like, absolutely. I, I think back, and I and I've probably said this a million times. If it if it isn't on this piece of content, it's definitely on another. But like, but like, but like, no, no, no. But like in two thousand, you know, in two thousand four, like I think about when I started this company, like nobody, dude, nothing, man. There's nothing. Like I, I figured everything out on my own and it yep. was like and and I even remember and in fact there's like uh, me talking um, at a city commission thing like Gainesville Sun captured it I'm 
flaring my arms in the yeah, air, right. you know, and I'm, and I, and actually that was one of the first things where somebody was like, I remember people reaching out to me saying like, this guy is a voice for yeah, Gainesville business. Right. Mm-hmm. And because I was talking about, I was talking about zoning and I was just talking about like it, how ridiculous it is that right. new scooters for less needs to be like in a business, <laughs> business, business automotive, automotive. Like zoning, zoning. I'm yeah, like, right. I'm like all business automotive stuff is like car dealerships that have 10,000 square feet and 500 parking spaces and I'm selling scooters like that makes no sense at all and no I just sense. remember like really laying I'm like yeah and I, and the thing that I specifically laid into was like and I not that I wanted to be by the cash and carry which became the Win Dixie which mm. became a fitness center yeah. <laughs> like, like not that I wanted to be in that center but like I'm like dude auto like there's an advanced there, auto parts there's an right advanced there. auto yeah. parts there and I use that as an example I'm like look advanced auto parts will go out to your car they'll change the battery in the parking lot like you they know of oil. They'll, they'll take your oil from you and they'll dispose it of it for you like how is that any different than what I'm doing. I just want to put scooters inside of a room yeah. and sell yeah. them to people, and I couldn't do it there. Right. And and well, so and no like those pushback, yeah, like yeah, the, those no were idea. the things no, that I got no. like pushback on. Yeah. And um, and so that was the original thing for me. Yeah. That was kind of like that kind of threw me out there. Not that I necessarily wanted to like put myself out there as like a voice for the business community, but that was one of the first things that I remember that really did. Um, and and there's been so much so much improvement since then, and the city has definitely been more willing to like work with us to help us accomplish our goals. And and the amount of change since 2004 has been absolutely tremendous, oh, right? Dude, and and so like it, I, I get the same I get the same excitement. Like I'm yeah. just like so enthusiastic and so ready. And it's very much like what's next? Like I'm like yeah, like let's let's get everybody together yeah. and let's talk. Yeah. Like what what else what else can we do? And that's definitely what spawned this podcast and and led to so to you know, make whatever's Colin next. feel better. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I feel great right now. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. This is like this no, has been a blast. It, 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 the reality is it was these kinds of seeds that Colin did as a small mm-hmm. business that owner. Ends up exactly. us, right. you know? And that's the reason, you know. Don't forget that, Justice. Right, I know that. <laughs> 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 uh, takes somebody like you guys to pay I would the way highly for recommend that in. he writes that on the wall that he, will, <laughs> you know, he won't forget you. <laughs> but, uh, no, it, it's, it's, it's all of those, you know, I talk about the granular, right? It's yeah. all those little things. I remember um, my, my, um, my grandfather told my mother, I have to remember this story, bottom line was that um, she had, my, my grandfather's a poultry farmer, so he, he grew eggs, right? He sold eggs. And she said, how much do you make on each egg? And my grandpa was like, you know, like a, a grain's worth of a sand, right? And she says, well, that's not very much. And he took her by the hand and he took her to the corner of the house and he says, do you like the room you sleep in? And she goes, yeah, I wish I did. I wish I had my own room. But he goes, short of that, do you like the room with the roof over your head every night? And so he knelt down with her and she was very young. She was like four years old or one or five years old. And so he grabs a scoop of sand and he says, see that there? See all that sand? That's the foundation this house is built on. Right. Wow. Right. And so it was a teachable moment about the power of sand. If you think about granulars of sand, grains of sand, right, it holds back the oceans that are, you know, the water that's more destructive than anything else on earth. And so it's collectively 
right? right? It's these pieces of sand that are literally interlocking with each other that really make the foundation for Gainesville. And you, my friend, were at the very beginning of it. Yeah. And it's really those. Makes me feel old. You were the rock that made it. (laughs) I just wanted you. were at the beginning. (laughs) No, I wanted you to be like another nerd. When I'm like 98 years old, I'll be like. Back in my day. Welcome to to episode (laughs) 2005. It'll be like way more than that, I hope. (laughs) Right? So anyways, but it's a lot of people like you, and it's it's taking those people pieces of sand to come together to really make the foundation and so the key is continue the momentum be supportive everybody's really got all their hands in the middle right now and um you know there there's some nefarious forces out there but we'll deal with that right right and and it will be you know we we could join forces it would be much greater than anything together absolutely what's that together yeah together absolutely so from a city perspective, to be so brazen, I mean, is it something that the city just needs to get out of the way, or are they only listening <laughs> if if you've earned legitimacy? Like, oh, it, sometimes, well, sometimes it just seems like the so, people are succeeding in spite of the city. You know, like there's just so much pushback. People are moving out, even to the sub the suburbs, but to the outside yeah. uh, city limits. It's like we're we're gonna do this, and even those that are stubborn enough to still do it in Gainesville, we're gonna do it outside of Gainesville because there's so much pushback. So yeah, like, so much pushback. I mean, unfortunately, what it comes down to is private interest, right? There Everybody has their own private interest. So as a politician, you know, okay, cool, yeah, I can do this and do that, but am I gonna get reelected doing this and doing that? What's uncomfortable is out of the norm and makes other people feel uncomfortable. You know, what's not the same always makes people feel a little bit uneasy. So people just go with the tradition and go with this. If we go and give people tax credits or do this and do that, people are gonna be like, hey, I don't know if this guy's spending it wisely or doing this. People just unfortunately wanna conform to what everybody tells you you need to do. So but, but Mike we, we would we like to that. announce <laughs> my candidacy for <laughs> for mayor. Mike is good. But, but is that, is that what it takes? So, though I mean, well, part of it, part of it is you're right. If you get out of the way, a lot more happens. Yeah. Part of politics is you have to have that command and control because right. if Colin was able to do his scooter business without any headaches, Push without back, any yeah. any any need of asking anyone, then you don't have any power. There was nothing to ask for. So you have to look at those underlying reasons as well Mm -hmm. that they don't just clear the deck and get out of your way. You know, I can tell you like, sorry, when you just said that, like it just triggered a a memory of me me thinking like, why should I stay? Right, right. I mean, I remember when I was going through that whole thing, I'm like, man, you know what, like, this this model, what we've created, can work in another college town. Yeah. I'll just I'll just go to another college town. Dude, it'd be so this. easy for me to just go to New York. Yeah, I mean, like, why not? Why stay here? We we have to keep those type of thoughts from happening. Yeah, <laughs> right. like we cannot have people thinking, sure. you know what, this is too much BS. Like, well, uh, I'm, seeing, not, I'm not going to deal with this. Like, let me just re- go somewhere yeah. else. You're seeing our region have a lot more opportunities, a lot more. You see, you know, even Hawthorne getting a game plan together for, you know, some ag tech and some rail lines and those kinds of things. You see Newberry, you know, forging forward with some of the uh, things they're doing. They're coming out of the ground with a new uh, kind of ag tech as well. Uh, you see Tech City in Alachua. You see multi, you see billion dollar exits happening up in Alachua, you know, with Brammer as an example. Um, those kinds of things, those ecosystems are propping up and it mm-hmm. will put pressure on if Gainesville wants to, you know, Keep to, them. to, it'll put pressure on them to actually then re, 
re-engage um, you know, these types of companies and find out what it is going to, to attract them and to keep them. Um, but Gainesville's fine. Yeah. I think the key and what we did, by the way, no tax incentives at all for Tech City as an example. People will go to it. If they see a good quality of life, if they see a good affordable oh, quality of life, they will be attracted to that first and foremost. Uh, it's, like, it's like employees to a company. It's not always about the money. It's like it's Hong about, Kong versus China, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a pretty good example, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Now, Hong Kong's got some interesting things going on. But um, but anyways, to the point, there's these, these regional ecosystems that are propping up, and that will make everybody better. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. Yeah. This has been great. Yeah, I mean, we got to wrap up in a, in a couple minutes, but... Can I leave now? Yeah, you can. Uh, I thought you were gonna leave like a half hour ago. I thought you were gonna go get our pizza and like. He stole our show. We're gonna have to come back. Part two, one six one. I was gonna bust it. Yeah. Do you guys have any other questions that you guys had on the list that we could kind of? Oh, I'm sure we could go into a whole another hour too. But yeah, yeah. let's do part two with one six one. I think. I mean, I think you know everybody's kind of just you know. At a at a mindset of like okay what what now yeah exactly you know it's like yeah. okay we we've heard we've heard Gary Vee's opinion mm-hmm. we've heard uh, the entire community's opinion because so many comments were on those threads whether it was on LinkedIn yeah. or Facebook like I mean you Instagram, guys can go go search yeah. for them because there were some really good conversations taking place mm-hmm. um, a lot of various perspectives um, and and I very much like agree with you know you guys and, and a lot with what Gary said um, you know but. What like, like I, I me like I'm I'm such a I'm such a huge fan of Gainesville mm-hmm. and so I mean that's, that's I mean that's why that's why you guys are doing what you do it's why we're doing what we do right I'm like I'm like I and this is a natural entrepreneurial tendency yeah. we don't sit around and wait for things to happen we Make go we go all right like there's a problem. I can solve that. I can solve that. You know, and that's exactly what happened with this. It was like, you know what? Like, I don't have to like wait for all of these organizations to come together and really paint a unified vision for Gainesville. Like, I can still play a role in that, but at the same time, I can just start helping by showing off what makes Gainesville so incredibly awesome, which are companies and people exactly like you guys, Mm -hmm. right? And like start sharing their stories and start highlighting what makes this place so awesome. And and we've started doing that and now what this episode night like we've done that for 93 episodes right and it's like it's like really starting to get some traction thank you like it's really starting to get traction and content in that (laughs) (laughs) a lot of great content there uh, i want to ask them one question if i yeah yeah so where where do you see you guys in 24 months yeah that's a two years great the 161 group or okay um Pablo first, and then I'll I'll speak on what in, I, in about twenty four months. Um, I see us being uh, recognized on a statewide level for sure, on a national scale. You know, in certain places around the country for sure, and I see us bringing in talent from all over the U.S. to Gainesville to work with Gainesville startups, uh, investors from all over the country to come invest in Gainesville startups, and I see us putting on our own conferences and events to get people excited here in town, but also bring people from outside because that's part of our mission is to bring people from outside because we can't do it on our own. If we're going to make Gainesville great, we need to bring great people from outside of Gainesville. So, You want to know my answer? That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> Where they're going to be? Where they're going to be? 
where, homeless. Where we're going to be. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> we're going to be. In 24 months, we will be starting our venture, our process of becoming, of being one of those investors. Wow. Really? Yeah. Like I see, I see us being uh, a couple of guys who are so invested in this community that we will be looking for the startups, for the companies that are looking for those, that seed capital to get going, to get launched. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of goes back to the same question of like, all right, like here's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like th- that's what this podcast has absolutely done for me is, rec- is like recognize what the problems are, right? Yeah. And one of the big problems is that there's no money. I'm like, okay, well, Thank I you. will invest my money money call so in let's was, talk me and you I, we need to talk yeah i was like on. i love yeah. this i love this community what i will do one of the things that you know for, for me i'm like i know business mm. that's that's a game i like to play you know like talking like stock market a lot like i don't like i don't really do the stock market thing you know you know what it's, i mean like so my, my comfort my comfort level and my experience yeah. is in business right now like i might not know how to Stocks like start business as well <laughs> yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's a but but like and actually like operating right, and, right. And, and, to, and to be able to like men, help mentor yeah. exactly. you know just like Cease mitch has done fruit. just like mitch, mitch has done for me and other entrepreneurs have done for me like to, to be you know, I'm 37 years old. I'm not like the 21 year old startup anymore, right? So for me to be able to offer my 16 years of experience and use my marketing capabilities and a lot of the other things and my money to like invest into companies yes. here in Gainesville to really build up this community, I think that's what's gonna be the next step for Absolutely. us. Absolutely, so that's what I was gonna get into when we were talking about, you know, oh, this person's opinion, this person's perspective, everything else is is exactly what it says, pers- uh, opinion and perspective, right? The reality of things are there's, there's, everybody looks at the intricate details and they get lost in all of these things, but what we always need to focus on are the fundamental large cogs that really drive society. So the reason why Silicon Valley is the, the place that it is today is because there's been multi-billion dollar exits and then guess what they do? They start a VC firm and they reinvest in their community. They give back. They give the next, you know, 10 startups their start. One out of those 10 end up being another billion dollar company. They start their own firm. They become a VC. They invest in 10 more and this is the whole entire thing. So that's what we really want to do. We so we're creating Gainesville's VC firm like right that's here. That's what we right like, right at this, right at this yeah. table. Right now, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Colin, you said you were already starting. We would like <laughs> we would like to start an incubator and accelerator. Yeah. We're already putting workshops, mastermind groups, um, you know, roundtable events that is will fruition into, you know, somebody making a big exit and reinvesting in what helped them get there. And then from there, helping those people reinvest in what got them there and make this continuous cycle that makes a Silicon Valley, makes this type of community where everything is self-sustaining. So, you know, politicians can only do so much. Government taxes can only do so much. The private sector is what solves all problems. That's why we all believe in a capitalistic government and, uh, you know, everything else like that, free enterprise. So, you know, that's what's really gonna be able to solve our problems is You know what's gonna be awesome? Is when we come back and sit at this table in 24 months. The accountability <laughs> check and uh, yeah, I mean the, actually, give his you you guys for would, what now? It, we're twenty four months. months. So in twenty four months, um, oh man, Two a lot. <laughs> so in twenty four months, I definitely see one six one. We're gonna we're gonna have our incubator. We're gonna have our um, you know communal space to grow entrepreneurs. Um, by then. 
we're gonna have be very well connected in um, around the nation because we're gonna gradually keep bringing people here to do workshops and roundtables, and then just like Pablo said, our um, seminars which will be, you know, multi-day seminars that we eventually want to put on, you know? Like, we want to be able to give back to the community, to, um, you know, the startup community that we grew up in and give them the value back that they deserve. You know, we want to put on, like, Tony Robbins-style events where, you know, they're multi-day seminars and conferences and they will get as much as they can, with like, through it. Um, Obviously, we want to create that ecosystem for that natural growth of startups, I want to see more money getting put in. Uh, my family, personally, we're trying to gradually build this um, city as well, and we want to ask the question: It's like, what does Gainesville need? Um, right. How can we help? And so that's why I want to talk to you, Colin. You know, I'm very passionate about this city. After moving here after so long, I've been, I've literally seen it grow before my eyes, mm-hmm. and within 24, you know, 24 months, like y- you, we. You know, we underestimate how much can happen in a year. You know, 24 months, two years, like double that, maybe even exponentially, you know, double, which is, you know, still two, whatever. But, um, (laughs) it's getting late, it's right. You know, um, where's the whiskey? (laughs) Um, you know, a a lot can happen if we all come together because we talked about that synergy earlier. Um, if we all come together, and how I think that's gonna happen, we, we talked about those like, so what now, right? So what now is keep talking about this, keep having this conversation at you know the front of mind, have it with your neighbors, have it with the people around you. And with that, like the, the conversation starts and it continues and that's how action eventually begins because since it's popping around so much, everybody's gonna be like, oh, okay, since I'm talking about this, someone else is gonna offer a solution. It's like, hey, you know, like, blah 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 I want to do this someone else is like oh actually have somebody looking just for that mm-hmm. you know this happens all the time in my life and so the more we talk about it um, the more solutions I think we are going to come across and then from there um, I think with the right intentions which it sounds like we all have um, we are going to be able to execute and then move this mission forward the vision is bright Gainesville I'm looking forward to 2022 when we, uh, yeah. when we come back and like, let's do it. Put in new calendars. See where we're at. Yeah, I'm like writing it down. I'm gonna yeah. go like put Episode one. Episode 576. <laughs> like, one twenty two twenty two. Let's do it two twenty two twenty two. So it's all twos. That'll be easy. So, um, so you guys, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up, but before we do, like, where can our audience connect? with you guys where can they find you social media handles all that good stuff somebody go at 1.61 group on Instagram that's where most of our content gets posted also on Facebook our Facebook page will be launching pretty soon also 161 group you can just type in 161 spell it out website emptybottleclub.com the website we're, we're still working re- on it but it should be launching soon. Mm-hmm. yeah within a <laughs> within a month but emptybottleclub.com and then we'll have the new domain we'll post that as well so any last things, Mike? Throw it out I think there. I'm, Yeah, I was going to say, I Throw think I'm going to say it. No, I'm going to save it for the side hustle. We're okay. going to do that. So, uh, Instagram at J U S T I S M E N D E Z. Oh, the personal you know. plug. Good. Uh, personal good, good. Plug. <laughs> 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 at Don Pablo, D O N P A B L L O. 
Yeah, for hey. son, that's uh, what is good, son. What's good, uh, son? It's yeah. a great handle. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, son? Got taken. His name's not even son. So I was like, oh, what? You got to buy him out. False. Right, all right. right. And wow. if you want to see the top content creator in Gainesville, W H O A. Colin with two L's, C O L L I N A U S T I N, and at Michael Bryandy's. We cannot uh, be beat. Well, Mike probably can. Thank you. <laughs> but I cannot. I Check out cannot his MySpace page. Check out my MySpace page. Calling all the girls. TikTok. That's <laughs> like you name a it. long throwback. All right. So uh, no, guys. Seriously, Mitch, too. Yeah. Thank you for coming in. It was a lot of yeah, fun. This is uh, this has got to be no. Uh, this has got to be the did, absolute brother. like most <laughs> unique yeah, podcast. The first podcast with four people, but the, definitely one of the most unique. Definitely energetic very you know and i love that we're all focused on the same thing so i'm just i'm super excited to see where we go from here let's keep the conversation going exactly like sunset in gainesville thank you so much for listening watching please share and let everybody know about this podcast because we want this thing to live on forever let us know what you think comment yeah, like yeah. Get, Com- give us comments in youtube comments and facebook um leave us a review let us know what you think we love you guys thanks so much for listening this is the whoa gnv podcast the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go whoa we will see you <laughs> later <laughs> bye nice Boom.